welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. So excited to be here. I am currently sitting in my room. I am looking outside my window. It is such a beautiful day outside in Toronto. We've got the sun shining. I'm also sitting here with a nice cup of hot tea. Great combination, all the heat, all the heat to get me fired up and ready to go for this episode. But I wanted to chat today with you guys about the all or nothing mentality. And I know in the first episode, I shared a little bit about this mentality because this was always such a big struggle for me. So I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this concept and provide you with some insight on what actually causes us to end up in the all or nothing mentality and how we can prevent this mentality from happening in the first place. So when it comes to having a healthy relationship with food, it is super important throughout this journey, throughout this process to really have the right mindset. Now, how many of you know that you have the all or nothing mentality where if you ate something, maybe you quote unquote shouldn't have eaten or maybe in your head you've eaten something that you've deemed as off limits you let that spiral you off track completely. Now for me, I always had a plan of what I wanted to do with food, what I wanted to eat, what I didn't want to eat, and I would always have really good intentions. Maybe some of you guys can relate, but so often that screw it mentality would always pop up. And if I ate something that wasn't part of my diet at the time or I had something that was too full of sugar or too processed, I would just continue to eat unhealthy for the rest of the day because in my head I had already messed up. Now, I also experienced for most of my life, I still do actually, really bad bloating. And man... (laughs) Maybe some of you guys can relate to the bloating as well, but the bloating never, ever helped me with the all or nothing mentality. In fact, it really made things worse because if you've ever been bloated, uh, the feeling is you feel really gross, you feel full all the time, and you feel like you're literally a balloon that's going to burst right? So when I felt this way, I was like, well, let's just continue eating foods that continue to make you feel gross and full and bloated because tomorrow 
you got this. You're going to get back on track. You're going to get back to eating clean and eating foods that don't bloat you. Now, this is a huge example of the all or nothing mentality, which is also known as the last supper syndrome. So again, we we feel like this is quote unquote our last supper, right? Better eat it all now when I get the chance because tomorrow I'm going to get back on track. Now, after we do this, after we have, you know, had our quote unquote last supper, we went balls to the wall and we've eaten everything that we've kind of deemed off limits, we typically have a lot of guilt and shame and frustration that comes with this. And we often blame ourselves for giving in, right? We have we go in with really good intentions and then we cave in. And let's be honest, it feels all great when you're in the moment, you're numbing out and you're getting this high from consuming all the delicious food. But afterwards, it is hard to cope with what you've just done. The emotions are at an all-time high and you often tend to eat even more because you feel the guilt, you feel the shame and frustration. And unfortunately, many of us don't want to feel right? It's, we don't want to feel any type of emotion and we automatically want to numb out and escape. And the reason why this is such a challenge, especially after doing something that we know we shouldn't have done, the emotions are even higher. We feel the guilt, we feel the shame even more. So we really need to look at what is causing us to get into this all or nothing mentality in the first place. So as soon as we have any rules regarding what we can eat, what we can't eat, we start creating pressure. So much pressure inside of us to stick with this plan, right? All of the rules, all of the pressure is what causes us to want to veer off your diet. I like to kind of share about this rebel mentality, right? It's like as soon as we tell ourselves that we can't have cookies, right? Maybe that is one of your rules. All you think about is cookies, right? That little rebel inside of us comes out to play and we kind of want to do the opposite. Maybe you've told yourself before that, you weren't allowed carbs or you had to cut out sugar and this deprivation is causing you to feel pressure. And maybe you could keep carbs and sugar out of your diet for a while. Maybe you've been successful with that in the past, but eventually you get to a point where you just can't continue on anymore, right? The cravings become so strong And you don't just eat a tiny little bit of carbs and sugar. You tend to turn to more carbs and more sugar and overeat or even binge eat when that script mentality tends to kick in. One of the other things that actually used to cause me pressure was telling myself that I needed to stop eating past a certain time, also known as intermittent fasting and I thought this was going to be the perfect way to stop my nighttime eating, 
right? It just sounded so easy, right? Just stop eating past a certain time. And if that was the case, then, well, obviously I wouldn't eat. But that was all in my head because it only lasted so long before I got stuck having those nighttime binges almost every single night. Another thing that caused me pressure was me feeling uncomfortable in my own skin. I know I talked a little bit about the bloating, but I felt so uncomfortable a lot of the times in my own skin. My stomach felt massive. I felt inflamed. I felt gross. So my mentality was literally like, what's the freaking point? If I just eat a salad at my next meal, I am still going to be bloated. So I'm just going to chew something delicious that most likely is high in sugar, highly processed because, well, it was already just one of those screw it days. And sometimes it would be so bad where I didn't even want to drink water. I wouldn't even want to exercise or move my body on those screw it days because I felt like I was so far off track in my mind. I mean, everything went out the windows on those days. I just felt so out of whack, right? I was I was the, uh, <laughs> the definition of the all or nothing mentality where I would either go 100% balls to the wall or I would literally just say screw it. So maybe for you, you can relate. Maybe you know that there are some rules that are conscious and you have awareness around that causes you pressure, such as don't eat past a certain time or not allowing yourself carbs. Maybe you have some subconscious rules. Maybe you're trying to eat healthy, which is a beautiful thing, but maybe subconsciously you're restricting all day by telling yourself that you can only eat protein and vegetables. So at the end of the night, the screw it mentality kicks in and you binge in the evenings. Maybe a rule for you is that you need to have so many meals a day or your meals need to look a certain way or you can only have so many carbs throughout the day, right? I can go on and on and on. And whether we recognize it or not, this is all so pressure inducing. Now, again, when we enter into the the screw it mode and we binge because we couldn't take it any longer, what ends up happening is we feel fearful, right? We, we feel fearful. We fight with ourselves. Why did I binge again? I had really good intentions. Maybe you have a fear of weight gain and you're thinking to yourself, I can't even fit into my clothes right now. And if I continue this cycle, my clothes are definitely not going to fit me. So whatever the fear is, the fear, the frustration, the anxiety, this all builds and we tell ourselves that like for real, we got to get our shit together, right? I remember being so fed up and I would spend so much time crafting the perfect plan to get back on track. I would plan my workouts. I would tell myself I needed to drink X amount of water and everything just needed to be so perfect. But when we do these things 
and we have this perfectionist mindset again, such as, you know, going back on your diet, creating new or old rules around food. Again, this just creates the pressure. So maybe some of you guys actually do this and you are so fed up. You're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go back into a caloric deficit because you're so desperate about wanting to lose weight. So again, you have all this built up pressure of I can only eat these foods. I can't eat these foods. I got to keep trigger foods out of my house. I have to be careful. I got to stick with the plan. I need to drink more water to just detox all this crap out of my body. That was so me. (laughs) And food just becomes this all-consuming thing in your mind. And before you know it, you're back in the diet, binge, overeating, emotional eating cycle. Now, when we get rid of all of these rules, all of these restrictions, all these things that cause us this pressure to get rebellious, and we knock down all the things that are leading us to get into the all or nothing mentality and we just start giving ourselves permission to eat the foods, the brain ends up no longer sending the intense signals to feel compelled to eat so much so quickly. And, you know, in all reality, if you tell yourself that you can eat what you want, whenever you want, you end up not even wanting it most of the time. And maybe you're just laughing at me right now and you're like, well, if I told myself that I could eat cookies all day long, well, of course I would eat cookies all day long. And yeah, you have the ability to do so, but eventually your stomach's probably going to hurt you. You're probably going to feel not so good. And the shiny allure that food used to give you will disappear. Like you won't even want to eat those foods anymore. And again, the moment that we tell ourselves that we can't have something, we want it even more. Now, I must say like this is not magical. You don't just give yourself permission to eat all of your favorite foods and then the next day you don't want them, right? That's just not realistic. That's definitely not going to happen. But you know, almond butter, and I'm trying to think of all the foods that I used to binge on, almond butter and protein bars and cashews. I loved nuts. Um, All of those foods used to be some of my main binge foods. Although they were healthy, I used to go crazy on them because I never allowed myself these foods based on rules that I had in my head, such as, you know, there's too much fat, there's too many calories. And when I told myself that I could eat those foods, don't get me wrong, I ate them like every single day. And sometimes I ate them in overboard, right? Sometimes I eat way too much. But I think this is where so many women get stuck and start reverting back to old dieting ways because the fear, right? There's so much fear that you're never going to be able to stop, I remember when I started giving myself permission, I was like, I can't continue on this way. I am going to blow up like a balloon. 
Like there is no possible way that a human can just eat whatever she wants whenever she wants. Like there has to be some type of rule that I can follow because I feel completely out of control right now. But with a proper guidance and specific tools and strategies to go through this process in a step-by-step manner, after not too long, I started to not want those foods anymore. And again, this is not a quick fix. So we really need to be patient in this process and understand as well that there might be a little bit of a messy in-between phase. And once we understand that this is part of the process, we can truly heal our relationship with food. And I know it sounds kind of ironic, right? Like I need to allow myself to eat the foods that I binge on. Say what? (laughs) But I know from working with so many ladies and helping them end binge eating that this is one step that we can't miss on our way to finding more freedom and balance with food. Because if you think about it, would you rather restrict yourself from your favorite foods and then binge on them so badly eat them so fast and secret and be so full and not even enjoy the food? Or would you rather be able to eat your favorite foods in a healthy manner, in moderation, and fully extract satisfaction from it and be present? I would assume the latter. (laughs) So any rules that you have consciously or subconsciously are going to keep you in the all or nothing mentality. So we really need to break free from those pressure inducing rules. And the best part about this is that you don't need to go super fast and jump from restriction and maybe being on a diet or counting calories to full blown permission to eat everything. That can be really, really scary to your nervous system and we don't want to do that. You can take this at your own pace and slowly begin to add in foods to your diet. Some women who joined the Ditch Decade Diets Academy, which is our group coaching program, they come in and they are wanting freedom so badly and they are so ready. So they follow our process and the binge urges go away within weeks and they get to enjoy their favorite foods and not binge on them. Others will take it slower and it might take a little bit longer. There is not one speed that will work for everyone, but you do need to go through this process of giving yourself more freedom and flexibility with more foods. Because the only way that we can start to make peace with food is by allowing yourself to eat them. The more you try to restrict and keep those trigger foods out of the house, the more fearful you are going to be of those foods and the more the the the, the more extreme the binges are going to become as well. So again, we must release the rules and restrictions to break free from the all or nothing and the binge eating cycles. Now, the next episode, we are going to dive deep into getting to the root of these food struggles by healing parts of you that have been ruptured in your childhood. Now, I have to say, you don't need to have a bad childhood to struggle with food. I mean, I had a great childhood growing up, but we all have these 
parts of us that can use some healing. So make sure to subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode all about healing parts of you that have been ruptured in your childhood.